0: Welcome to another episode of There is a System to this Madness podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is November 19th, 2020. As of today, multiple news outlets have declared that Joe Biden has won the state of Georgia again. So after millions of dollars, hours and hours of human power and other resources we have come to the same conclusion that was determined was it two weeks now two weeks ago you know this is this is a joke in fact as of now due to they to them being for cash, the Trump administration is now suing counties in Wisconsin. The reason that they're suing counties because it's less. If they were to sue the whole state of Wisconsin, it would cost more. So they're going after individual counties to try to get things changed, which, of course, you know, this is This is ridiculous. It's redundant. It's it's acts of desperation. Also, his lawyer, Giuliani, he's going around petitioning to the courts. And a lot of them are either making decisions that goes against the Trump administration. And a number of them are simply not even entertaining it but yet you know this guy has not conceived though there's some inclination that he is pretty much coming to grips with the reality that he has lost the election by you know making little innuendos that the country is going to you know falter Under the Biden administration and all this type of stuff. So it's pretty much he's he's seen the handwriting on the wall. Also, there's speculation that a number of individuals in the Trump administration, the Trump camp are starting to jump ship. It's believed that a lot of them are actually leaking information to the Biden administration because let's be real. You know they they want a job. You know when you in that type of in that type of ball game, you at the point you really don't have loyalty to nobody. But at the same time, you probably be rewarded for assisting in the transition of one administration to the other. But before I, you know, keep going on the the transition and, you know, why that's not going on. I can't help but just play I guess the devil's advocate. What if? What if let's take in consideration what would have been the results of the presidential election had there not been COVID-19? Just, just think about that. Or, or even so, what if we had COVID and Donald Trump actually used common sense? I know that to some this is impossible. But what if he actually took the time to combat the virus in a more scientific And in a more compassionate manner, what if the agencies, the personnel that Barack Obama had laid out previously, Donald Trump piggybacked and picked up on this and utilized this, you know, saying, hey, we can combat this. It's real. We're going to wear our masks. I'm gonna shut the country down. I encourage the governors to do so, you know, to my redneck followers, pretty much, you know, hold off with your rhetoric and pretty much, let's get this over with and we keep it moving. In my heart, you know, based on the fact that I stated last week that 72 million people voted for Trump. New voters. What if this would have happened? You know, I I just believe that we would have got a whole different election result. I just, I just, I do believe that. I think because of the virus, this prompted individuals to come out and take action and I believe that had we had another four years or his first three years I don't think it would have it would have galvanized individuals to come out and vote and I believe that without a doubt Donald Trump would have had a second he would have had a second term and then you know right now there's talk that he may run in 2024. I personally don't believe this will happen because I believe that his financial issues, I believe that's real. I believe that the monies that is being said that he owes other countries, I believe that is real. And I believe that the legal battles that he's going to fight, that's real. Now, do I believe that Donald Trump will do jail time? No. But do I believe that his pockets will be a little lighter? Absolutely. And I just believe that, well, I've already stated I don't even believe that Donald Trump is going to make it to the inauguration. I just I just don't. I, you know, I don't know where he's going but I just don't believe that he's going to stick around I believe that he is clawing tooth and nail to maintain his office but I'm, I'm at the point where I believe if I can get into the mind of Donald Trump he has got to know that he's lost so you would think that he is focusing now on The next action He knows that These lawsuits Are real So why he's got everybody Focusing on Recounts here and recounts there You know I just don't think that It's not real for him In terms of the recount part But I believe that Those legal issues that's real I believe that he's more like it's a it's a, a shell game kind of got you looking in one way while he's doing something else in another direction and I just believe that you know I'm not gonna say this is the last we've heard of him because of course you know I mean Donald Trump Donald Trump is gonna cut a book deal you're gonna hear. I mean, oh my gosh! Can you imagine? I think Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, they set the record for book advancement. In fact, Barack Obama's book just came out. Started reading it. It's excellent. Not only is it excellent, it's beautiful. Of course, you know President Obama is an extraordinary reader. It's just he has a way of telling the story to the point where you can actually visualize you right there. When he's talking about walking down certain corridors in the White House, you can actually feel that you're right there. But anyway, Donald Trump is gonna get a book deal. Now it's believed that Michelle and Barack Obama book deal were like in the area of like for her 65, 70,000. For him, it was like either like 75, 80,000. It's no doubt in my mind. Donald Trump is gonna get a book deal for at least hundred million, easily. Easily and it's gonna, it's gonna sell. It's gonna sell. Because you he know, he's gonna snitch, he's gonna use the colorful labels that he put on. It, it, the book could be spectacular if he reads it himself. That would be interesting. And he says the words that, you know, bigger or, you know, just his that that language that he used, those mispronunciation. Oh, my God, that book would be a blockbuster. But, you know, I digress. But I just believe that in that from the political point of view. Donald Trump is pretty much done. You know, there's even thoughts that Donald Trump can start his own news broadcasting television I don't know what they would call it DTTV or whatever and think about it he would be right in line of competing against Fox News you know in fact take some of the Fox News personnel staff some of their execs you know Get the money um, The resources Donald Trump come on At least maybe once a week kind of, It's on kind of like a, a Bloomberg channel And just have rhetoric All day long 24-7 I mean this, this, he's not He's not going away Now from a political point of view I think that's done But he's not going away But, you know, another thing that we got to look at is just even like some of the remnants of the Trump presidency, you know, because you got to realize he might be out of office, but he's he's still leaving some characters behind. When I speak of character, let's talk about this dumbass in Florida, the governor, Ron DeSantis or Santa. I don't know what whatever his name is. You know, this guy has proposed or draft, drafted legislation called the anti-mob legislation that is pretty much, I guess, connected to Florida's dumbass stand-your-ground law that done, killed several people, including Trayvon Martin. I think it was another young man that was murdered here. That was murdered in Florida for the stand your ground law. But either way, this legislation proposes the idea that it would be legal for an ordinary citizen to shoot looters. And this dumbass governor, his his definition of a looter is. Someone standing in front of a destroyed building I mean think about that standing in front of a destroyed building just standing you might be a bystander and you're like you know it might be your home you're like oh my god they stole my home and somebody's shooting you in your damn back you know I mean Also, you know, because it's not over yet, in this same legislation, he also added if protesters are blocking the streets, a driver who runs them over would not be liable. This, like I said, this is the perfect example of the remnants of Trump America carrying over into the next year carrying over into the next administration i mean trump might be gone but we still gonna deal with that mindset for several years always you know always tell my clients that it's easy To dig a hole, if you dug a hole for four years to get out of that hole, dig your way out, make your way out of that hole, it might take seven years, eight years, ten years. What America do not realize is that we've dug a hole for the last four years. And it is going to take several years. And this is provided that individuals with common sense can still control the government. Because if, let's say, let's say after Joe Biden, the Republicans gain control of something or win the White House, we write right back at square one. Because you gotta realize there are a number of politicians that have seen Donald Trump antics and actions and see how and have seen how far it has gotten him. So they're gonna run off of that. Because those individuals that supported him, all those mega hats, they're not going nowhere. Eventually, yeah, it's gonna die now. But a new slogan, new rhetoric, I mean, it's, can't think about it. A lot of people wanna, you know, even blame this on Obama. Because when Obama was elected president, he scared the shit out of these white folks. These white folks had the mindset that black people were going to get marching orders and just have at it of course that never happened it never was even in a thought but see when you have guilt when you have blood on your hand this is how you live you have to constantly be walking forward but you've got to keep looking behind you You got to keep looking to yourself. You got to sleep with one eye open. Because you have affected so many people, so many people's lives, that you can't rest. And what Donald Trump did, he gave them the feeling that it's okay to say, hey, you a piece of shit. It's okay to say I'm a racist bastard. And now... As I like to tell people, if anything that came out of the Trump administration is that these individuals have been revealed. You you knew who they were, but they weren't as blatant. But now these individuals have stuck their heads out of their little Perry hole. And once you stick your head out, you can't you can't go back. There's no turning back. So it's almost as if when you look at a person of a certain race, you can't help but to say to yourself, I bet this cocksucker is a Trump supporter. I bet this bastard is a mega hat wearing, you know, you fill in the blank. But either way, if Anything that has gained from this, you now have an idea that racism is real, is blatant. But at the same time, you gain a sense. It's a cowardly group of people. They're scared to death because they're losing their hold and their grip on their life what they believe is their lifestyle. Don't They didn't get nothing. Not one thing they got from Donald Trump's four years. Because if they didn't make more than 250,000, they benefited at nothing. They didn't get nothing. But you let them tell it, they think they got the world because in, in their minds Donald Trump gave them a sense of mental freedom to express what they have always been wanting to say but now all that has to be rebottled and put away it's, it's, it's amazing like I tell people it's a blessing it's a blessing in disguise to know who your enemies are. You don't have to go looking, trying to figure out, knocking on doors, looking under rocks. They're right there. Now they're gonna go back indoors. They're gonna hide right back under their rock. But now you know which door to knock on, you know which rock to look under. Changing the subject real quick. Let's talk about the transition real quick, like. Um, The transition is handled by an agency called the General Service Administration, GSA. For some reason, despite the fact that the secretaries of states of the states in the United States that have declared Joe Biden the winner, this administration still refuses to release the I guess the package for the transition which of course this is you know funding you know office spaces computers background investigation for security clearance you know the whole nine yards to get your administration set up it's, it's like you bought a house, from a person, but they're telling you that they're not going to move until the day that you need to be in the house when they could move out weeks, months before you need to move out of your current house or move into your new house. And it's just, think about it. So all of this transition should be going on right now but the administrator of the GSA Emily Murphy she oversees the transition which you know she was appointed by Donald Trump back in 2017 and of course she's loyal she's doing exactly what is needed. Needless to say, I mean, of course, I'm sure she, she'll probably be one of the first people fired. But still, you know, what what is the purpose? Really, what is the purpose of this woman doing this? And I don't think she because I'm willing to bet her background, she's probably somebody that was just thrown in there. So she probably doesn't have a clue. As to really the significance of her actions you know before this you know she just basically was because the, the general service administration oversees the civilian federal civilian workforce federal government properties and federal contracts but also somewhere how the transition of the president of the united states got put in there it was and she is the person that's in charge of that and you know you can't say well they stuck her in there like you know late into the game No, she was appointed by donald trump back in 2017. it's almost as if they they kind of forecast something like this would happen. And she is, you know, I guess for them, she's giving them their money's worth because she's holding this whole thing up. Because the thing is, and I commend um, President-elect Joe Biden. He is still putting his group together. Of course, it's not official, but at the same time, He's still putting his cabinet together. He's still putting, you know, he's making moves without the GSA. So I commend her for that. Um, another thing that I felt that a lot of people kind of just, I guess, let go. People forget Georgia's governor. Brian Kemp, you know, we we're looking at how COVID is spiking, especially in the state of Georgia and the country. And, you know, people saying Trump rallied this or, you know, Trump speeches and stuff. But a lot of people forget Governor Brian Kemp. He was doing stuff before Trump even was making suggestions because he used the citizens of Georgia as his own little political guinea pigs trying to appease the president he was making moves that the president even got on television and was saying no I didn't say that I mean there were many times Trump ran Kemp under the bus on just his You know, it's like, it's like, what is this guy trying to gain? Well, it's just amazing how, and if you notice, during this whole recount situation, you have not heard anything from Governor Kemp. Not one single thing. He just, my, my man just disappeared. Out of, you know, just poof. Not one time. But, you know, last but not least, one of the things, you know, you just see as a definition of true leadership, the governor of Minnesota, Tim Waltz, you know, he, when he gave his press conference in regards to the spike, and, you know, he informed, he basically stated To his constituents. He said wear your mask. Even if you are angry. By me making this order. Wear your mask. Stay angry. But you will still be alive. And you will be alive. You can still be around. To vote against me. In the next two years. But at least. You will be alive. See, this this is leadership. This is an individual that no matter what your views are against him, he still is going to look out for his constituents. I love that. He said, wear your mask, stay angry. At least you will still be alive and you will still be around to vote against me. But at least you will still be alive. On that note, this has been another episode of There's a System to this Madness podcast. I am Osazé Shabazz. As always, love to hear your views, your opinions. Look, Look forward to your questions. You agree with me, disagree with me, I love to hear it all. Take care, be safe. God bless.